Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Are you ready to awaken to the truth of your soul? Welcome to today's episode of I Dig Your Soul Podcast with your host, Nadia Khalil. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to today's show. Today is the 2nd of June. We're in June, and in California, or at least Southern California, that means June gloom, which means it's actually a very cold month here, sometimes even more than like the winter months. It gets cloudy, and then there's this cold wind, and every year I say this, and I'll keep saying it, Everyone thinks June is a great time to come to Southern California, and it's actually the worst month of the year to come here. Even though we don't have rain, we do have cloud cover, and it is cold. So it's just kind of a little tricky there. But July, August, September, you're good. So anyway, plan accordingly, just saying. But today is Relationship Wednesday, and we are all about emotional intimacy because when someone says something's wrong something's missing I don't know what it is we seem fine we're always busy we're doing this we're doing that something's missing that's what's missing there is something that connects us initially and when we feed it the right food just like our bodies, the emotional food, we feel it differently. It's, you know, these are for relationships and partnerships, but it stems into every single part of life. Someone who's honest here will be honest there, and then we'll be honest there, and it just goes goes along. It doesn't just stay in one place. We are who we are wherever we go. But when we don't have emotional intimacy in our lives, we feel alone, even in a partnership, even in a family. That's why a lot of people disconnect from their parents because they don't want somebody in their intimate emotional world because parents sometimes can't help themselves from trying to tell you what you could do better. Then we get used to protecting our information so that nobody really knows us. 
But over time, that actually doesn't work. Because when you start to pull away, the energy exchanges start to become less and less because there's no return. Surf. And then what happens? If something upsets you, instead of talking about it, you'll go do something else that you enjoy and leave the person out because you have not addressed the fact that you don't even feel close enough to have this conversation. Emotional intimacy doesn't mean, oh, we're super close, we're super tight, we'll never hurt each other. It doesn't mean that. It means that you're free, free to be. You don't have to stop what you're doing because they come in the room. You don't have to talk to your friends only when they are not there because that's the real you when you put up with. What is the point of having any relationship and doing that kind of behavior? Because there's a part of you that you aren't willing to give up and and just be you, be loved for you. When we stay away emotionally, we're either in the wrong place because we can't be ourselves or that's as much of ourselves as we're willing to be. And then there's, after a while, nothing to hold on to. You can't be in a relationship 100% and the other person there 80% because over time that 20% that the other person isn't giving you is going somewhere. Whether it's their job, another person, to their hobbies, but you're left out. Or if you're the one only giving 80%, you need to reassess and ask yourself why you are there. Because emotional intimacy, there's like four types, right? There's the emotional, the mental, the spiritual, and the physical. We have mistaken all of it for physical. That's where we live. That's like the first thing we do, and then we just kind of stop. Like, okay, now we know that. But the way you think, And the way you feel is what's going to run your relationship. So when you don't feel like you could be there, how do you get there? And they have, believe it or not, like workbooks. Because emotional intimacy is just, in a in a quick definition, it's just the closeness in which both people feel secure and loved. And they trust. And when you trust, you talk. You communicate and you share. Hey, I didn't like this. Yes, I did. Hey, we disagree here. That's okay. I get how you're thinking. I just I just don't think that way. Try We try to be together while we're together and deeply knowing another person. 
Because the deeper we go with ourselves is as deep as we're going to go with someone else. That's why sometimes people will meet a stranger and start talking. That's it. They're telling that person everything. They feel super close to that person. But they don't feel like that person will hurt them because they don't live with them. They go home. So then you have to ask yourself, why don't I say these things to the people around me? Because that element of trust that we need to want to communicate is broken. We feel we're either going to be judged, made fun of, not understood, too vulnerable, whatever our reason is for not trusting another person is what makes us feel alone. That's why when people say, you know, you need a partner, when people are alone because they physically see them alone and the person's like perfectly happy and they're like, well, wait, I'm, I'm happy this way. Every time I have a partner in my life, I don't think I choose well and my life starts going a little nuts. I'm actually super happy this way. But they only think of the physical intimacy that you would have and believe that that is what will make you happy. But it's actually the emotional intimacy that will keep anything going. Any area of your life, if you are not emotionally attached enough to be there, it's a natural thing to walk away. Or if it's toxic. When it's toxic, you try to stay away. I, I, a man who's married 40 years and says to me when she says something that's totally off the wall. She's had problems with alcohol. She's had problems with the law. You're still there. And I'm like, hey, man, how do you do that? How do you handle that? Because there's obviously a way that you are handling this. And he said, I stopped listening. When she says stuff, I just ignore it. Otherwise, I'll be fighting all day. But he has this martyred feeling towards her that is very intimate, that he felt the day he met her like he needed to take care of this woman. He knew there was something wrong. He knew there was something flawed. And there is many, and almost anyone who'd seen them together, in in one way or another, can't wait for them to break up. And every time he's almost left, everyone came to the (laughs) rescue to say, hey, finally. And he's like, gosh, was I just stupid all this time? And he gets these moments of clarity after she's done something else. And then every time I have seen that, I say to him, I am very proud of you, I will support you, and I will also not be upset with you if you go back. 
every time because now over many, many years, a couple of decades of knowing them, I got so used to that moment of clarity, knowing that their intimacy, their emotional intimacy, the dance that they do, that they have been doing, keeps them together. They're good people. One has some major issues. She also keeps trying to fix them. She does say she's sorry, whether she means it or not is another thing, but she does say it. And he does believe her. And he even goes as far as trying to create situations that will make her feel successful. He supports her. And people will be like, my God, how could you do that? But they're emotionally intimate. They get each other. They get each other. And because of that, they can weather these storms that show up in life. And then you might have someone else who's been together 40 years, and then one of them finds out the other one was cheating or spending way more money or something that you may think, oh my gosh, that's something to get divorced over. And that happens, and they're so emotionally far apart. They're like, okay, all I needed was an excuse. I'm gone. And they break up. And they don't even care enough to fight. It's that far away. Like, oh, just I'm going. I'll just pack my things, and we'll figure all the other stuff out. I am gone. Because there are no strings attached. That's one of the major differences that emotional intimacy makes. It decides how many times you do visit your parents, what you and your partner do do together, how close you are to your children. doesn't mean you never argue. There's nobody on earth that never has an argument or a disagreement. But it does mean how are you going to come out at the other side of it? Are you going to tell them what you're thinking to do, where you're thinking to go? You know, it sounds like these little basic things, like, geez, how how would that happen that I wouldn't want to? But people live like that, and when something goes wrong, they don't even know where to find their partners. And with technology now, we do have some leeway but it's not being told when we start to connect deeply and we start to have our vulnerabilities in check and we can express our feelings and we can trust the people we are around you will find that there are no secrets because now everything's out and you're free of holding on to anything that you think, oh my gosh, I don't want anyone to know this about me. And it may not even be a big deal, but it may be to you. You get protective. You only want to show your best side. When all sides are your best side to people who love us, 
when we can understand each other's feelings, or someone who's used to being emotionally intimate, when you start to withdraw, you are actually beginning the process of withdrawing from that person. When you stop talking, you start withdrawing. Because the whole point of a relationship is to share the things that really don't have time to be shared outside of a relationship because you don't see anyone as much. Or when you have important news and calling your partner and saying, oh my God, I just got to tell you this. And you're excited and they get excited. And there's celebration and there's like, oh, wow, I can't believe you did it. I can't believe that happened. And you're really happy for each other instead of in competition with each other. Because without the emotional intimacy, and these are all the signs when, when people start to talk, people, other people say, oh, my God, the relationship must be on the rocks, when you start hearing like these feelings of them being bitter or resentful or experiencing like that hypersensitivity to anything they say, like, did you hear that? Can you believe he said that or she said that? You have fears, you know, regarding their loyalty. You get scared you're going to be left alone or you're going to be isolated. You don't feel safe. You keep asking if they love you. You don't feel like you have support. You go to your friends for support or you go to your family for support, but you don't go to the family you chose for support, which is your partner. So it's an interesting component that we know we need, that we think is there, but a lot of times when people start talking about leaving, they've already experienced all the things we just said, all the struggles, all the separations. And they'll be like, you know, we sleep in separate bedrooms now. We have for years. We go on separate vacations. We do one together and we do one apart. He stays late at work every night. I don't care. I like having my evenings. They don't, people don't just show up with divorce. But they do show up with kind of a phasing out of communication. That intimacy thing. You know, when Christ says energy precedes words, Look at where your energy goes. And if you're not with someone, look at it just in your life. Things you give energy to, things you don't, things you love doing every day, things you have to force yourself to do to the point where after a while it just fades off into black. When there is not emotional intimacy... You always feel like no matter what your partner can do, it's never enough. Because your love isn't enough. 
It's not because they're never enough or have done enough. It's because the depth of what you are feeling isn't going in the right direction with that person. I had a young man come to me and say, you know, she's pretty, she's smart, but she lives too far and she's this and she's... And I said, those are excuses. If you really felt close to this person, where they lived wouldn't matter to you. A lot of the things you're talking about, the nitpicking, would not matter to you. So really what you're saying to me is that you haven't found the one in her. Not even enough to date. And he said, yeah, wow, that's true. And now you feel like you have to have a good reason. So you're starting to pick on the person. But that person doesn't deserve that. What they deserve is the truth. And the truth is, I don't have the kinds of feelings that I can support in this relationship. Because that's what happens when we settle. We are not able to be emotionally intimate because our biggest secret we can't share and that's not and that's saying that, hey, I'm I'm not where I need to be to be here, but heck, you're better than nothing. Because that's what's gonna be felt. And then instead of emotional intimacy, you have emotional insecurity. You start asking questions. Do you love me? Wow, he keeps forgetting my birthday, my, my, <laughs> the day we met, where we went. And I always ask people, what keeps you there? And a version of being alone is worse than being with someone that they don't feel emotionally intimate with. And then you, some people create a lifetime out of complaining about the person they're with. And it all goes back to them. A lot of times when I've met the partners, I was like, hey, you know, how is this working for you? Well, you know, I'm busy with the kids, with work, with this, with that. It's nice having him around. And they're basically like business partners because the emotional intimacy is absent. That when you make a habit of being places that mean something to you, things like complimenting the other person just happen naturally, asking how their day was and really listening because you want to know what the people you love are doing, where they are, are they safe, are they happy. Just little, like these little verbal affirmations, you know, like, wow, you did a great job. Hey, thanks for doing that. When you plan a date, a weekly date, even if you are empty nesters, or even if you just get married and you don't even have kids yet, 
or you're just dating someone, to have a regular date night is one of the key factors in keeping people together. You know you you know Friday night you're going to see them and you save the big stories for that day for the for the bigger talks where the work week is done and everyone's off and you are free to sleep as late as you want the next morning and free to talk as long as you want that night and you both get dressed and you go You're saying, hey, this is important to me. Hey, I care about you. Hey, I can't wait to see you. And you communicate back and forth. It gives you guys something special that only the two of you do without distraction. It doesn't count if you bring other people along or you're double dating. That's a whole different dynamic. But doing things with each other, for each other, builds this environment in every other part of your life for the rest of the week. It is the most important thing you could do is to make time for each other more than just, oh, well, we had dinner standing at the counter and we sleep at the same time every night. That just means you're you're plugged in to a routine. But walking out of your house, being in the car together, not meeting there from work, looking forward to seeing each other, it pays respect to the fact that you guys are telling each other, hey, you know what? We're paying attention. I'm paying attention. And the other one, believe it or not, is no TV in the bedroom. Date night, focus on each other. No TV in the bedroom, focus on each other. And that pillow talk before you go to bed. Do you know that older couples who have lost a spouse miss the pillow talk? over and above everything else that happened. Talking till one of you says, I'm falling asleep, good night. Sleep well. I care, I care, I care, and I care. I'm here. I'm not rushing my time with you. I'm not half listening to you. I'm not on my phone playing words with friends while you're talking to me. I'm not watching something that I need you to be quiet for until it ends. I'm just here. And you know how we feel when we feel it's quiet around us and we're like, oh my God, I could breathe. Each other time. We can feel that with another person. It does happen. It is possible. For some of us, we are better alone than being with someone that we are not connected to or with. We are no longer in a race 
for partners. We are in a race in life for feeling. And whatever gets you to a place of feeling, the best that you can feel, you will be open to communication. You will be intimate in that way. It will happen naturally. And then you help it along by creating things that you both enjoy together so that you can keep telling each other, hey, you know what? You're important to me. You are my best friend. You do tell me things. I do tell you things. I trust you with my life. Those words are the words we live to hear. And if we overlook them from someone who's saying them to us, we have to ask ourselves, hey, you know what, why am I there? Because you'll just be shortchanging yourself and them. Anyone we give time to, we are reinforcing our love and commitment and open communication with them. You guys, I'm already out of time. I love you guys so very much, and I can't wait to see you tomorrow for Dream Theme Thursday. Bye-bye. You have been listening to today's Daily Dose of the I Dig Your Soul podcast. To learn more, visit www.nadiakhalil.com. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.